0: Hello. Hello. Hi. We're back. We're so back. 83? 83? Yeah. Something
1: like that. God damn 83. That's a lot. Hello. How we do it? Uh I'm, I'm too many. Cody's here, Slap's here, Rusty's here. It's true. Uh but we've made it. we made it to the. Dude, we off somehow season. made it. Um we had probably some of the worst podcasts ever. Um, but now our, that excuse is out of the window because NASCAR is coming back, um, <laughs> and we'll have to find other excuses for putting no, out crap podcast. Uh, all right. I want to open it up. Uh, we'll, we'll quickly, just like very quickly go through the football game because it happened and it was pretty good. And With that's about butter. all I've got. Pretty uh, good. yeah, it was a, it was a. Like for i I admittedly almost fell completely asleep in the third quarter, but like the ending was fun. Um so they, they kinda they kind of came around. Uh okay, can, we, Usher, talk, can we
2: talk about the uh Jesus AI generated feet pick commercial?
1: Dude, that was so weird. Like I understand putting out weirdo commercials for the, the Christian cult thing. But the feet like it was literally an entire commercial if you didn't see it just about feet and it was like here's an ai image of someone washing someone's feet and it was just a slideshow of those for about 30 seconds while they're like jesus washed feet you should watch feet and was just, that was it it was just people washing feet it was just people f- touching feet
2: rusty you after watching he's like man i gotta go chop some wood i'm gonna be right back.
1: <laughs> like imagine spending a million dollars on a super bowl commercial and it's just a bunch of dudes fucking touching feet i don't know that's how you know a cult has way too much money when they're putting that <laughs> on television. Um, all right. I
2: gotta say, dude, there's, th- that was like... There's nothing quite like watching that Super Bowl with, like, schizo-brained relatives that are, like, so far deep into, like, the conservative rabbit hole. Like, could you imagine, like, two or three years ago, I had to explain to you, like, yeah, conservatives hate the Chiefs because uh, there's a football player who's uh, dating Taylor Swift, and he's sponsored by Bud Light. And they'd be like, wait a second, what? I don't, I don't get it. And it's like, dude, there's so much lore to it, you don't even understand. Just and it's, all just, it's all schizo-brained, stupid, <laughs> just inane bullshit. Like, it's just media-manufactured psyops, all of it.
1: On the other side of things, I did appreciate someone who took a screenshot of the end zone that literally just says, end racism. Chiefs. <laughs> it's like, hold on. <laughs> so it's, uh, I don't know how much that's doing. Um. Oh yeah, also uh, Usher did the halftime show And sweat his balls off, but it was pretty good
2: Yeah, Usher was like He was gushing up there
1: <laughs> <I'm> Gusher <laughs> Alright, uh, football out of the way It's NASCAR time Because Gross. this week is the Daytona 500 uh, The biggest lottery uh, In racing In front of everyone's eyes Then the uh, house
2: goes back to back
1: Set the stage for the whole season. Well, that's that's <laughs> the thing. Sick. Is last year, in our pre Daytona 500 show, we made a few predictions, uh, and I think Rusty won last year's prediction.
3: There's no s- way. Thing. There's no yeah,
1: way. you're the only one who picked Blaney as the champion.
3: Oh, I thought you're talking about the 500.
1: Um, I don't think anyone. Yeah, no one picked uh, Stenhouse for the 500 last year, but uh, we all get a chance this year to pick. Once again, I don't have any fancy system for this. We pick a 500 winner, we pick a champion, and we pick... Uh,
0: let me actually... A let me, dark horse.
1: Yeah, it was originally like a dark horse playoffs thing. Why don't we pick someone who exits the playoffs in round one? Like a playoff round one exit, guarantee. Okay, so let's start with 500... Winners uh, Last year uh, Me and Rusty picked Blaney He did not do it <laughs> uh, Ed picked Joey Logano Cody picked Larson even though it's a plate track And Slap picked yeah, Brad dumb pick. um, Which I am now Fully under the belief that Brad Kislowski's Is not going to win another race Because he's just going to spend the whole time pushing Busher.
2: He's got a third car this time though He's got a third
1: one <laughs> He does. He does.
2: Hey, They're gonna Which, pull a colleague. They're gonna go three wide on the final lap and just block the whole track.
1: I I'm gonna I'm actually gonna lock in my pick. I'm picking Busher. Cause he didn't he win the last Daytona race
2: last Yeah season? he did.
1: Yeah they're gonna go. Yeah he's going back to back. I'm calling it. Who do y'all got?
2: Hmm. I'm feeling Busher too. Like Brad's just too much of a company man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like he, yeah, he literally. I don't think he'll do it unless Busher gets wrecked out and like it's it's just Brad.
2: Um, I mean, unless it's just like they get hung out and one of one of them gets hung out in the wrong line, then they try to like scuffle back together, and it just so happens that Brad's out in front.
1: Yeah, that's literally it.
4: Cody, Rusty, who do you think?
3: Rusty, I'm gonna go really boring because I didn't come prepared with this one. It's going to be the heavy favorite for the race. (laughs) Not only the heavy favorite your defending champion. He's going to win at least 10 races this season and including every plate race. He's going back to Atlanta. (laughs) He's going to win. He's going to win every single race period. Ryan Blaney is your 2024 Daytona 500 champion. Lock it in. Oh it's
1: happening. I gotta turn my volume down a little bit, my bad, viewers. <laughs> I was sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't I ready for all us. that.
2: <laughs> can, can, I make, can I make another prediction? Oh,
1: well, if you want to replace Busher with it,
2: I, I don't. But okay. okay, if Blaney wins the 500, he gonna, he's going to pull a 2005 Jeff Gordon. What that means? Jeff Gordon missed the chase that year. Oh, <laughs> so I, th- I think uh, you know he'll. He'll, well you can't uh, do that we will do anything for the rest of the you year Unless I think it'll just be a shitter for the rest of the year And I think 26 make a f- first or second round exit
1: Unless we get 26 new winners And everyone goes to the playoffs uh, Alright Cody who do you got uh... It doesn't have to be an educated guess It's the Daytona
0: 500 It can literally just be like <laughs>
2: say Jordan Love. You know what,
0: fuck it. Just because it's the 500 and anyone has a chance, these cars have always been good at uh, plate tracks in the past for super speedways. And if I pick this one and he just so happens to win, people will think I'm a fucking prophet. I'm going Todd him. Gilliland. Okay, that's where I thought you were going. Okay. You know,
3: you know when Cozy wins tomorrow night,
0: I think <laughs> it's destiny. <laughs>
1: He's uh, I feel like he's been good in the plate tracks in the other series as yeah, well. Yeah. So. I believe oh, it. I'm
0: Gilman, baby.
3: Dude. Um, oh, host of ours trying to get in. That'll be fun. Uh, what was the dude? Um, Riley Herbst. Is Riley Herbs running? I'm trying to look at yes. the list. Yeah, he's in the 15th. All point. right, all right, all right. I love these animals. And Noah's out there again. This is going to be a great 500.
1: <laughs> and yeah. Oh, yeah. Just some, uh, some wild cards thrown in there. Should be good um all right now we have to pick a playoff round one exit someone who's going to make the playoffs maybe off of a stupid win maybe off of mediocre driving and uh and just not have a chance i guess the closer we are to 16th place the better we do uh any thoughts
3: I'm going with Mr. Lego, William Byron, the most overrated driver of all time. Who won like six races. He stole all six. William Byron, you're out of here.
1: (laughs) Uh, Damn. I was thinking immediately like like Stenhouse or like Austin (laughs) Dillon, someone who's just there. Like they just exist. Uh, It could also go Bubba on this one. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Stenhouse because I feel like he he could win like a Talladega race or something, or even a Daytona 500 apparently. Uh, but even if he doesn't, it's very likely that he'll be sort of bottom of the playoffs and just get him out of here.
0: First round ah, exit.
1: First round exit.
0: Uh, McDowell. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. He'll like limp into the first round like he usually does and not make it much farther.
4: Did he even make it last year?
0: Yeah, he won the Indy race. The yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a two-time winner. That's insane. <laughs> God. All right. Yeah, winning a
2: race is rare enough, but winning two races puts you like. It, like immediately in like the top like 50 all time wins list or some shit. And it's <laughs>
1: Michael McDowell. Like, <laughs> ugh. All right, Slap,
2: who do you exactly. got? Noah Gregson. <laughs> you think Bold he's making the
3: playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to
2: say, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be either him or Josh Barry that squeak their way in. They uh, like, either, either uh... a cheesed win or uh, a, a, a play okay. track win or something. And then. Immediately
1: dude, Stuart Haas is gonna be on. so garbage this season. Like it's <laughs> it's setting to be like a Detroit Pistons uh level. Like God. I'm I'm worried for their sponsors, the ones that haven't already left, because uh, they already lost most of them in the off season. All right, well, with one more pick to make, and that is who's gonna take it all? Who will be the twenty twenty four? NASCAR Cup Series champion. Rusty got it right last year. Gross. Uh, I'll make you go first then, Rusty, even though I already know who you're picking. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Well,
3: you know, since you guys love me, I'm not going to take the obvious pick, which is mm. Ryan Blaney. That's obvious. It's obvious. He's good. <laughs> yeah, we already know he's got a lock.
1: He wasn't the, other the obvious who, pick last season, and it worked for the, you. So.
3: The guy who has been the best driver in the next-gen car has been... Kyle Larson that's another easy pick I'm not taking Kyle Larson I'm going for
4: the long shot pick
3: nobody's gonna pick this guy but I'm picking him the driver of the 54. Ty Gibbs is your champion. Oh my God. He didn't make the playoffs last He's year. going all the way. Ty Gibbs is winning the championship. Like, I, I should cut a promo now so you can share this nine months from. Ty Gibbs is going all the way. Dude, Toyota, uh, dude, they, I don't know what they got working on with that car there, but they got the new car. Denny, he's going to take a step back. Bubba, he might get better. But Ty Gibbs, he's going to finally big dick the field. Tell Joey, like, we'll be seeing you. Ty Gibbs is going to Phoenix and he's going to do what everybody wants him to do, at least what I want him to do, and just move you, Ross. So, so the the way. let me get
2: this straight. You think the kid who choked at the clash and just threw that win away is going to somehow <laughs> cobble together a championship winning season?
1: He's not even the best Tyler in a Toyota. <laughs> I, <Ty> I
3: Gibbs, <laughs> he gets us.
1: <laughs> he up. gets Jesus beat. I'd like to point out that uh, last season... Oh, damn. Last season, Slap picked Ty Gibbs to be the champion, and that what? didn't happen. What?
0: <laughs> doing Slap's Thunder.
1: And this season, Rusty's going in doubling uh, hold down. On,
0: hold on. <laughs> on a,
1: someone who didn't even make the playoffs. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the obvious pick because it is the year 2024.
2: Oh, no. Which is an even oh, no. number. Oh, no, no, Joey no, no, gonna no, do it. no. It's going to no, be stupid.
1: It. It's going to be so dumb, and I'm going to hate it. But it's going to happen. Joey Logano's going to win the title. Oh,
0: god damn it. You stole my pick.
1: You can take it, too. It's, it's literally going to happen. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that it will. But it will. Joey Logano, 2024 champ. Even
0: numbered year Joey Logano.
1: He's just, kill he, myself. He, he just stumbles <laughs> into it at the end. You can take it, too, if you want, Cody. No,
0: I'm a... Uh... Since Rusty didn't take it, and I thought he would, I'm going to take my boy, Kyle Larson, who should have had it this past year. It should be Not three or four in a row. neutered cars <laughs> that take zero <laughs> talent to drive and just completely aero-dependent. All right,
1: so that leaves you, Slap.
2: All right, he probably should have got it last year, but this year he's on the bounce back. He's coming for blood. William
1: Byron ah. <laughs> mm. alright he 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 was, he was looking real good last year until he wasn't so the picks are in the Daytona 500 winner Slap and I have picked Chris Buescher Cody went with Todd which is possible and Rusty of course went with his boy Ryan Blaney as far as a, a round one playoff exit I went Stenhouse, Slap went and Cody went McDowell, Rusty went Byron and for the champion to win hey. it all, I've got Logano, Slap's got Byron, Cody's got you Larson You make me
3: watch somebody put Legos together for 50 minutes on a tiny little Netflix show. Like, get out of here. Come on.
2: Hey, well, Rusty he, he's he's Ty an office, to the just champion, like me. So. I, I felt he's my spirit animal now. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. Like, two questionable statements rolled into one. All right. Well, those are the predictions. We'll revisit them. At the end of the season, much like we did last year, um, if this podcast is still going, which unfortunately it won't be, uh, and with that, it's time for the first dripper drown of the season. I've got just like a small selection of Cup Series cars, because I don't feel like digging through everything else. Uh, and it is still Monday, and a lot of teams haven't even put out their paint schemes, uh, so I don't even know what a lot of cars are going to actually look like. But we'll, we'll roll through a, a quick selection. And I do want to start. Think teams
2: are tired of getting roasted on Twitter by kids, so they just don't even announce them anymore. Well, if they, they didn't just put out them.
1: crap cars, they'd be fine with it. <laughs> uh, which, we'll, fuck we'll, you, dude! You're a little kid. We'll talk about in a bit. All right, first of all, Carson Hocevar is in the seventy-seven, uh, which uh, Spire car, Gainbridge. They got a new paint scheme this season, and it is—it's an Exalta car. It is literally. <laughs> They're they're running it on the seven and the the two truck as well, and they also had like a secondary sponsor with the same base on at the Clash. I cannot remember the last time there has been like that blatant of a ripoff, like in the Cup series, uh, like ever. I mean, it's it's just the Exalta car. I <laughs> like, dude. Dude, well, I, I cannot be- believe they're going with this.
3: Well, I think the one they ran last year was a banger, so it's interesting yes. that they went yes. with something else.
1: I think they did a, f- a fan vote for the, the Sanchez truck, and there were three options, and everyone voted for the Exalta truck, and then they just start running that in cup, I guess, even with other sponsors, I guess. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, and I don't know how uh, Exalta or Hendrick hasn't been like... Hey pal!
3: Oh, they'll get the talk from Rick. Rick's gonna sit him down and threaten.
2: And also,
1: if you're gonna steal <laughs> from any out the team, milk and
3: cookies again.
1: <laughs> why Hendrick? they like their cars usually suck. <laughs> this one's okay from the side. I guess that actually kind of looks better than the Hendrick one because I with the black hood. So, hmm. all right. Uh, next up, Kyle Busch is running whatever the hell this is. What? Uh, Zone, uh, nicotine patch. It's gonna be on the 8 car It's green and it's blue oh, and it's, it's like a
3: nicotine gum Dude, is that it, the government warning on the door? What is that? It is,
1: the government warning yeah. is gonna be Across the side of the 8 car And on the hood And on the roof And on the deck lid And what? probably on the rear too So I think everywhere they show the logo They're putting the government Like this product contains nicotine Is an addicting whatever thing And it's just on the car um, and it looks horrible. <laughs> it looks like the year two thousand and seven. Like this, literally looks like Windows Vista. Um. So yeah, that's interesting. Uh. Ooh. Uh. We don't have any yeah. official pictures of the Gregson car yet, but someone <laughs> took a spy shot at the shop, uh, and it looks like he is running the sort of standard silver and true timber camo Gregson scheme. Which honestly. It's the right pick. Banger. Banger. It's like become iconic with them, even though it's a recolored Chase Elliott scheme. Uh, and the angle yeah, of this the looks Winchester. kind of But yeah, he's got Ranger Boats on the side and Winchester. They actually use the sponsor space pretty well. So I'm curious Dogs. to see how that'll look uh, when it's fully revealed. But shout out to Gregson. It's, the silver looks good. It's a pretty shiny silver. They're using the same sort of thing on the 41 car. Uh, which for a car that's not painted looks pretty good. It's more than just the flat uh, colors that everyone else is using. All right. Uh, C Bell is doing a half and half with interstate batteries on the side and DeWalt on the hood, which I honestly thought looked pretty cool. Uh, and Twitter hated this. Like they put this out and everyone was just hating. Uh, and I honestly disagree. The standard DeWalt car looks like garbage and putting the interstate thing on the side makes it look much better. Disgusting. You don't like it? I don't, no, I don't like what like like they're
3: doing with the. Drop Shadow on the 20 on the roof. That just makes me want Yeah, to it
1: literally looks like someone accidentally dragged a layer on the roof. I don't know what's going on there, but that's the Walton car's fault.
3: Everything else I'm fine with.
1: It is... I The reverse interstate with the green lightning looks pretty sick. Like, there's a lot going on there, and I, I enjoy it. All right. Yeah. Uh, We saw the dollar store legacy cars there. Like they're equally good as they are forgettable Uh, so we'll see them on the track I guess I think we talked about the Bowman car when it launched but I just wanted to say this thing looked sick on track in the clash and I'm now convinced that it's the best Bowman primary uh, ever despite the white numbers and white everything and the kind of messy background I think it looks great
2: paint scheme looks like a bus seat
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, you I never thought it. about <laughs> that. Yeah, <it's laughs> it, it does look like a bus seat. <laughs> uh which are specifically designed to not look dirty when they're actually very dirty, so uh do with that information as you will. Uh okay, I just wanted to point out that I don't think anyone has painted their wheels on the next gen before. Uh, Penske did a thing where they kind of like polished them out, uh, and it was like a little bit shinier, but Rick Ware showed up to the Clash with Yellow wheels on all their cars, and I think this might start becoming a bit Like I I feel like Rick Ware is gonna start showing up with yellow wheels, and you know what kind of cool Kind of add some flair And no one else is bothered to do it to the next-gen wheels, so I think it's kind of unique. Yeah Uh, Alfredo's running a car that looks equally like cool as it does just a back marker machine with the beard 62 kind of slapped on there. Uh, I'm curious to see what he'll do in the 500. Uh, I think he has to fight his way in to the race. Uh, and lastly, Jimmy Johnson is running a petty car, which looks cool.
0: Yeah, I like that petty car. It's pretty cute.
1: It Yeah, it's honestly okay. one of the best cars Jimmy's run since he's retired. Oh, uh, and uh, Jordan Worth took some spy shots outside Daytona. Which it's Monday before the big race and Toyota's still not revealed a bunch of their cars, yeah. but Jordan Worth got a picture of them installing the cars at the escalator outside, and I gotta say, even though this is like a tiny view of it, the Tyler Reddick beast car looks sick on the new body. I, I like it could be scheme of the year. Uh, also, Bubba Wallace running a fry box McDonald's thing, which looks pretty cool I actually.
2: Brought the fries back, yes.
1: Yeah, I like it, and I kind of. I like how they kind of blacked out the rest of it, so it's just going to look like a box of fries going around the track.
4: <laughs>
1: I think that's cool. People were hating on it, but once again, I like that. Also Denny's car looks like a Denny car, it's cool. Um. Oh, on the entry list, Tyler Reddick was not listed as the Beast Unleashed, uh, his sponsor was listed as monster. Nasty Beast, which is the monster oh. T, <laughs> which I've never heard of before, but it's kind of got like some green and yellow. And if they come up with a new design involving some green and some yellow and a black car, I think it'll be cool. Um, but I'm sure by the time you this releases... You go back releases, to,
2: like, a picture, like, of uh, the Toyota cars. Yeah. I like how it looks like he shot that through an air vent.
1: Well, it's through the fence uh, outside the track. It's literally up against uh, the bars. You remember this uh, the security thing at Daytona?
2: Yeah, it's stupid.
1: I also saw I people say, immediately Tuckers. who were like, damn, they couldn't put C-Bell's car up there. He didn't make the cut.
3: Dams. That kind of gets me excited about the season, seeing brand new paint schemes like that. It's hot. It's like nostalgia.
2: They haven't revealed
1: them yet. I don't know why they haven't done a social media thing. Of like because we XI, Like drown and we
2: roast them. They're tired of it.
1: That, that dude, that Beast Unleashed car is so cool. Like genuinely so cool. I want to see more of that. I'm sure. I'm sure by the time this comes out, we will see more of that. Um, but this. Well, I guess I can put this out on Wednesday now, since I'm not doing core. People are getting pissed in the comments because I started putting it on Thursdays because I I was doing core stuff on Wednesday afternoons instead of this.
3: I think the first comment was like, "It's actually dead. Like you guys are dead or something." I'm like, "What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what?" I got so many comments from last week saying it's dead. Th- yeah. Only three dudes You like, what?
1: That's fair We do, we do have a new cautious. We have a new three dude idea Which I'll put some work into Because I want to make it happen uh, Okay Do we want to do animal plan or the media check-in I feel like if we do the media check-in Now we've got no wind in our sails yeah, I'm, I'm making an executive decision We're going
0: Oh
4: no
3: Dude, speaking of animals, yeah, I'm just gonna jump in right away. We'll occasionally get a video from Slap on the road, and today, <laughs> just a collection of animals like you'd never think you would see like during your like day on the job. And it's like, it's it's cool, but like how and where and why? I got so many questions. Oh, there's just there's just like a dude out in like fork shoals <laughs> that just has like a ton of
2: animals. Hold on, like, let me see if I can bring this yard. up.
1: Because Slab yeah, sent us a video in the group chat today. <laughs> uh oh yeah, I can. Okay, hold on. Let me let me do this.
4: Like I'm gonna Slap sent the video like... f- uh, from from the truck. Uh there we go. animal
2: Planet. emu. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it, it's just, just out in the rain And there's just an emu like Dude, Straight emu from the truck the property. He's just yeah. chilling <laughs> In the rain And there's just tons of sheep Shout out to South Carolina
4: tons of sheep.
2: Yeah I delivered to that I was just like uh, delivering to his neighbor Across the street, I have actually had to go down to that dude's house He has like, there's even more sheep Like next to his house
1: Of course, yeah why not
2: uh, careful, DT. Yeah, <laughs> careful, DT. We can still see everything.
1: Oh, the oops! I forgot the to change group it for you. Chat guys. is
2: getting leaked. <laughs>
1: no, the people. The people have not been able to see anything else. All right, I just yeah. forgot to change the screen for you guys.
4: <laughs>
1: you don't have to worry about that. Uh oh! I do have one extra dropper drown thing actually that I forgot to bring up. Uh, Harris Lou posted a, f- a teaser. of he's working with Heatwave, the guys that make those funky sunglasses, mm. and they have. Dale Glasses, like straight up dude. Good Wrench with a GM logo. So I I don't know if they're actually going to come out with all that. But I mean, he's the way he's teasing it. They better. They better. I don't know. The Dale Glasses kind of got hard. I have to cop some. Alright, do we have any other uh, Animal Planet? Cody... You're back. You're dripped out in all your friggin' snowmobile My stuff.
0: Snowmo- dude, snowmobile merch is drippy.
1: Yeah, I like, dude, the hat with just the day glow on the back. Mm. That's sick.
0: I, uh... Yeah, aside from just the redundant story that was Mother Nature not cooperating, I don't really have too many Animal Planet stories. They somehow got the damn race in all 500 miles. It was quite rough by the end, but... They People were
1: bucking all over their uh, snowmobiles.
0: The leading team, the dude like ate shit with like 150 laps to go and they somehow got all like three laps back and they ended up winning the race. Which is pretty interesting. I didn't think that was possible.
1: But no animals to report in northern uh, Michigan? I'm impressed. I
0: mean, not really when... I mean, I'm far off on the, like, inside of the track, like, far away from everyone in my little shack. Far away from the animals. Yeah, far away from <laughs> civilization. Protected
1: in your little darkness shack.
0: My little hut, yeah. I had my little darkness retreat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were saying, because we, we'd seen you, like, once in the past three weeks. I'm telling you, you yeah, um, a
0: darkness retreat.
1: Yeah, definitely covered the uh, Packers' playoff loss, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, damn it. I guess, is that all we've got for Animal Planet?
0: Someone else has to have something.
1: I don't know, I didn't do anything again. That's the problem with me. I'm just, I'm not an interesting podcast host. I don't do anything. Except for the virtual world, I don't know. Uh, We got Coke series tomorrow night. Cozy's gonna win that shit. I spotted him for the uh, FTF-500, which went great until his game crashed. But I learned it. Shit oh, spotting those so... next gens Yeah and like I'm not gonna go A whole way into it but Ben there and I are. have had a, a Disagreement about a certain thing That I've set up On Cozy's computer that Ben's Not happy about And uh, iRacing in a, I think they're trying to defer Blame uh, Called out the thing that i had cozy install and now ben's
3: pissed Oh, that was your oh, fault dt no.
1: that so i don't think it was i re- i i like firmly believe that it wasn't like iRacing racing with the next gens is just there's it's just janky but we'll see we'll see if it crashes ever again like i'll still be pissed. in fact i'll be more pissed because then it wouldn't be my fault but all I'm gonna say is if you see Cozy on his broadcast wearing two sets of headphones, it's Ben's fault. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's my bit.
3: That makes no sense. So, but so we removed whatever you put on the PC, but now he has to wear two headsets.
1: Cause I, I dude, I I showed him the Ed audio setup that I have. That's a problem. I've I've been using it. <laughs> literally for what three years and I've never had a single issue with it never and Cozy's already had like a few like little things with the audio setup but we got those sorted out and then his thing crashed and iRacing is like you have this funny audio setup it's like it's so he doesn't have to wear two sets of headphones in a Cozy Series race I don't know I don't know Anyway, Ben got his way. We'll see how long it goes. We're having like a a big dick off, anyway. What are we since I say? guess,
3: <laughs> well, if you just give him an inch, he's gonna f- fully deliver.
1: Dude, it's the worst because <laughs> a, a few weeks ago, like I was helping Cozy because he had like a small issue with it, and we jumped on Shrimpage, and I was like walking him through it. I'm like, "All right, do this, do this," like checking that this works, that works, and we're just in like the Shrimp Discord, and then Ben joins, and I'm like, "Oh my god." Fucking it's Bad. He opens the stream and he's like, oh, you're showing him this shit. Oh, you're DT, you're gonna ruin his computer. It's such a mess. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm like, oh my god. I still don't think it god was my fault. Damn it. Because I've not had a single issue with it, ever. I would not do a. I would not do anything to sabotage Michael Cozy Jr.
0: It's gonna be a shrimp civil war. It will.
1: Uh, and it might boil over if we keep playing uh, cooking game. You just got to take, gotta take uh, South
0: Park's advice.
2: Just blame Canada.
0: Blame Canada.
1: Yeah, but it works here. It didn't work in Maryland. I'm blaming Maryland. Blaming um, Canada
2: for being in Maryland.
3: If if you impact any race during the Coke season, DT, I, I hate to say it, I, I would murder my own family. Well, if
1: so that it. that's that's the thing. It's now it's out. Ben is like, okay, we're not going to do any of that for the Coke series. Uh, which means if he crashes during the Coke series, one, I'm going to be pissed because he'll have crashed, uh, his, his system will have crashed, and then won't, you know, it'll completely mess up his race because you can't get your laps back in the Coke series. Um, But two, I'll be pissed because it wasn't my fault. So that's it. That's it. That's well,
3: it. We're going to lead every lap and go to the playoffs and win the championship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I, like... I, I, I don't know. Last season, he ended up finishing, like, fourth in his first ever race at Daytona. And I have learned so much about spotting since then that, like, we're going all the way. We're, we're winning this shit. Uh, he's got such a good team. He's got uh, an extra dude from his team on the track this season. They're going all the way. All right. Uh, I want I want to roll into media check-in because... <laughs> I gotta talk about cooking game. I I think I've talked about played up on this podcast before, maybe, maybe. But it was finally like on sale on Steam, and I've been waiting to get the shrimps onto this stupid game, uh, where you just run around and cook shit. It's kind of diner dashy. Uh, Ed hates it. It's not. It's like it's <laughs> it's so not an Ed game though, uh, and he gets pissed when he jumps in. and We're all freaking yelling at each other about the kitchen. Um.
2: I watched mm-hmm. you and Ben play that for like 20 minutes. I still have no idea how it works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you you caught us when we were like so late game into a coffee shop run. Where we had like built a machine to do all of the coffee and to like make lattes and like brew tea. Dude,
2: they were cracked out. They're like speaking in code. They're not paying attention. To... I'm like, what's going on right now? They're not paying attention to me. They're just like
1: going back and we're forth. we just locked whatever,
2: in. Whatever That's code That's my favorite they thing. Because the, I'm the just, first like, couple sitting, nights, I'm like sitting there, like kind of buzz and I'm just like, yeah, fuck this <laughs> shit. I'm gonna just leave. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play Minecraft
1: we're scaring off shrimps. The first couple nights, I played with uh, Rusty and Caleb, which, like, you know, it's Rusty and Caleb. Caleb burnt probably about 500 pieces of toast, and Rusty would just get <laughs> lost in the sauce and start panicking, and, and we'd have to, like, figure something out. But with Cale- ben, Caleb,
2: to be fair, is, like, somebody who in real life would also burn 500 pieces of toast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, like, you put the toast in the cooker... You close the door, you wait two seconds, you take the toast out. That two-second window for Caleb is like he has to go and do something else. He closes the door, he leaves, he does something, his toast is burnt. And he's like, oh no, how did this happen? Puts another one in, leaves again, it burns again, and just over and
2: over. That is just Zoomer brain right there. (laughs)
1: Like, you just can't sit still to toast the damn bread. Uh, But with Ben and I, we just get locked in. uh, (laughs) And it's been great uh but it has it's funny when you get so late in the game that like if you mess like one little thing up in that game like you don't deliver one order it's just over the restaurant is done and and it's like you have to restart completely so when when we're like 25 days into overtime just I, i'm we got we got a code down i'm yelling codes at ben to tell him like what to do and I, I accidentally grab like a scoop of ice cream and then I grab a second one and then I've got a bowl that I can't put down and it's got to start shuffling around and just blocks everything and then it's just done. Like there there's a there's a cog in the machine and it's it's destroyed. What a great game, though. It has, I feel like, a limited window for shrimps. Like, I, I feel like it's one of those things that, like, Rusty and Caleb won't care about in like a week.
0: Oh, yeah, it's already over. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> so Based on but if I could say, I don't know if I'd like,
3: it's great when like DT kind of coaches you up to like a point where you feel good about yourself. And then right at that point, it just all goes to hell. And then you like, <laughs> and it, it is, it, it's a combination of a million factors, but um, it it makes you kind of want to like prove DT wrong a little bit and just kind of like... <laughs> that's my favorite it, thing yeah you just kind of want just to just run a really good restaurant and like it, it, like in spite of him and uh, we'll,
0: we'll run that's it, it, we'll it that I am <laughs> in spite of him
1: when you get it right though it's so satisfying like when you just get some yeah. synergy and you get three or four dudes just rolling dishes in and out oh it's yeah. oh, good shout out to plate up on steam it's ten bucks I don't know for how much longer um, it's it would probably suck playing that game alone but if you have at least one other dude it's a damn good time uh, but that's all I've got for media check in this week do we have anything else?
2: I've been thinking about getting back into escape from Tarkov and I don't know if hey, I hey, want to do Tarkov oh, <laughs>
1: I've got a few friends that play Tarkov and it's Scary. I'm I'm like I'm too scared to play that game. I'm I, I'll just suck at it. Like that's just not a me game.
2: Oh, I, I'm a shitter at it, but at the same time there's so much like Russian gear and stuff, and I'm like I, like I I don't know if I can that's say this on the again. podcast, but there I had an army buddy who had a word to describe that game. And he's just like, dude, me and you, we just like fit right in with it. Like we're just we're just like cracked down on it and it's like all shuffling through gears like oh this is slightly better this is slightly better then you like you get like your your shit ready you're like all right let's drop in load up clock in boys and then you get fucking blasted in like 50 <laughs> seconds
3: <laughs> i think i said it last week but i would love for you to stream anything on any channel whatever it is i think it would be high tier entertainment like i would love it
1: yeah until he says something that is then live in front of hundreds of viewers, and then it's over.
2: If if I was playing with my uh buddy who was like just got out of the <laughs> army like two or three years ago, like if when you're in the military, your vocabulary cannot be repeated in like <laughs> civilian companies, nah, perfect. Yeah, perfect.
3: yeah, it's like, I, I, I go to quit, go to kick, go to kick, come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do it on kick, you can do it. I, I, on I kick. can get away
3: with that on kick.
1: All right, uh, that was your media check-in and your Animal Planet.
2: I'll do a quick
3: one. I'll do a quick one. Oh, yeah, what do you got? I got to hold myself accountable. So I tipped (laughs) the tip of my toes into the uh, universe of Godzilla. And if you tuned into the the core race this past week, I I could talk about it for hours. (laughs) And the more you get annoyed with it, the more I'm going to keep going. So heads up.
1: Like... The entire first half of the core night, I'm trying to race it at Atlanta in these like loosey goosey cars, and Rusty is just yapping away <laughs> about why this like Hollywood sequel to another Godzilla movie was better than he expected because there was this so dude good. and this thing happened, and the, uh, so it's good. just going on. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to drive here. Rusty's just <laughs> going off about Godzilla. So-
3: so i i'm i'm in too deep at this point and oh, i kind of thought i would watch like maybe two or three of these things and just kind of like take a step back because it's a it's a it's a highly emotional and passionate section of it's just uh, like saw of everything yes but the godzilla fandom is it, it's, it goes, like it, it's crazy so I thought I was just yeah. You know, I thought I was gonna dabble and step out, but now I'm like a couple movies in. I started watching more and more and more, and I'm learning there's like different eras of Godzilla. And um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but what I need the people to know is that there's like 30 Godzilla movies, and you're gonna yeah, watch I'm, them all. I'm gonna watch all of them. I'm gonna watch all of them. <laughs> I was kind of hating for a little bit, but I, I randomly hopped into this. I think it was like a, a 1987 uh, Godzilla. I don't want to spoil it. But I hopped in and then right off the bat, so this is Godzilla where he's in like a costume, like just the cheesiest peak, like like I don't need yeah, dude, in a costume on like a miniature set, right? <laughs> yes, yes. It's this is peak Godzilla. I had no idea going in, but it was actually the most badass thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I had to pause it and be like, hold on, I'm not ready for this. We're coming back when I'm actually properly through, like the the eras that build up to it to appreciate what what is about to go down in this movie, because I can just tell right off the bat, this is going to be the greatest Godzilla of all time. And it's a man in a suit. I'll (laughs) am have to give you an update as we go, but dude, so good. So good.
1: My favorite part was just the the one that made me almost wreck in the core races, and Rusty's going in deep about this character in this random fucking Godzilla movie. And he's explaining like his history and this and this and that. And he's like, I forget exactly what it was, but you're just on the lines of like, and this is, and I don't want to spoil it, but he dies. I was like, Dude, what? <laughs> 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 just to everyone on Twitch, just I don't want to spoil it, but and then just immediately ruins the die.
3: It's so fascinating watching the Americanized version of Godzilla because like the the uh, the military has to just be like. The greatest thing ever, and they the, the way they just promote the United States military is like kind of hilarious in its own way. It's all only it's also just kind of just ridiculous. But um I'm learning, I'm learning. So I'm seeing like the Godzilla gatekeep gatekeepers out there. I'm I'm trying to be respectful of you guys. I'm trying to learn, but there are like there there's an iceberg of metas with Godzilla that you wouldn't even think <laughs> exist, and like it's. I've, once you see it, you can't unsee it, and you want to know everything there is to know about Godzilla because you think it's just man in suit, but it represents novels upon novels of information.
1: <laughs> so if you want to learn more about Godzilla, all the rest of you, if you want Twitch. an
2: accurate portrayal of what the U.S. military is like, not this glorified Hollywood bullshit. Go watch *Generation Kill*. Ooh.
1: Oh, what the hell is that?
2: I, I'm pretty sure I talked about it before. I said uh, HBO miniseries, like six episodes what a lot long. Of things. It's like fair? six episodes, uh, each one's an hour, but it's just about a Rolling Stones reporter who, like, somehow, f- like, this is a real story that happened. As a Rolling Stones reporter got like finagled his way into like uh, the first Marine division, the first Marine Recon Div- uh, Battalion, and they were like the tip of the spear of the entire 2003 invasion. <laughs> And so, there's and so it's insider just, info. Yeah. So he's like on the lead Humvee on the tip of the spear in the entire invasion. And he's like, yeah, there's just like fucked up, weird, like coked out dude. Who's like doing so much like, uh, or they call it rip fuel. It was like this, uh, workout supplement that was basically just meth. So he was like cracked out of his mind. He has like the one like sergeant who's like in charge of the Humvee. He's like a very stoic, like Jewish dude who's just like, you know, some randomly will quote philosophy and stuff. He has like this 19 year old fucking psychopath with a goddamn saw who's just sitting there with the fucking squad automatic weapons. Like, can't wait to fucking kill somebody, dude. Can't wait to fucking kill somebody, dude. Just and messed got, up. Yeah. And then they just, and then they got like the, uh, the, gunner guy. He's actually, like, a halfway decent human being. (laughs) It's, like, kind of relatable. And, uh, yeah, there's just, like, a big group of, like, fucking idiots and weirdos just, like, going in and invading a fucking country. The fucking military doesn't know what they're doing. They lose supplies. The people that, like, defect over to their side, they give them a whole bunch of guns and ammo, and then they just never fucking see them again. (laughs) They're just like, did we just give, like, four tons of C4 to a bunch of dudes and they just ran off with it. Like, yeah, and then, like, they're going (laughs) into this city. They're supposed to, like, take the city and then they're supposed to take the city and take the bridge. It's been like their one mission. They've trained like three months for this and then they call <laughs> it the fuck off and they're pissed off. Like, what the fuck are we doing? And they're like, all right, we talked to some of the locals they're going to put in flares and we're going to airstrike wherever they drop off those flares because they know where the bad guys are. And then like the sergeant's like, how do we know this guy isn't just going to like drop these flares on like the houses of people he owes money to or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so like a bunch of houses get bombed. They didn't get any of the bad guys. They're all getting shot at now. The op gets fucking canceled. There's all... This other bullshit going on. There's these military the like the generals and stuff are chasing glory, taking unnecessary risks, just blowing through shit, trying to get medals and shit. And then meanwhile, the Rolling Stones reporter is just like just trying to survive with all these other fucked up weirdos.
1: What's this called?
2: Generation Kill. All right. A lot of the guys in the uh, uh show actually played themselves.
3: Like those were the actual dudes.
1: That's pretty sick.
3: Dude, imagine if you like. Fill out an application to work for Rolling Stone, and it's like we will send you on location <laughs> occasionally throughout the year, and you just get sent over there. And you're on the front line. It's like, like what? Like what? What's, I, I, that would be my luck, you know? Like you just you know?
2: like. And then, dude, there are so many like fucked up weirdos. Like there, like and like pretty like they actually had like the guys who didn't play themselves were still on set as technical advisors to, like, get the dialogue right and everything. So, like, it's pretty much one-for-one, like, how it actually went down. And uh, my favorite line is, like, uh, this uh, Mexican dude is with him, and he's just like, you know what, man? In the small fishing village where I grew up, called L.A., you know, we, we we had a saying, it's like, nobody gives a fuck, man. Nobody gives a fuck That's why I'm writing my memoirs man Nobody gives a fuck I used to be a repo man You want to know what the best time to repo a car is Middle of the fucking day Middle of the parking lot Everybody looking at you Alarms blaring You just haul that shit away And you want to know what <laughs> Nobody does anything Because nobody gives a fuck man Just like here That's why I fucking love this job
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright Uh, On that note We're going to give a fuck about some emails Send your, yeah. fucking your fucking mail. Yeah, we love, we love, we give a fuck about emails. Slap. Send in your fucking mail. Send them in, guys.
0: We don't wash your fucking
1: hands, slap. I don't give a fuck, man. You better send them Slap, did you wash your hands? Welcome to fan I did. mail. Fan, yeah, mail, okay. fan <laughs> mail. Fan, <laughs> fan mail. <God. laughs> Never outrunning his allegation. <laughs> Never. Definitely <laughs> no chance. Uh, nor should you ever. Alright, uh f- if you want to send us emails, questions, comments, concerns, uh or, or interesting things, uh we'll read it on the show if they're not bad. Uh ShrimpHoursPresents at gmail.com. Send them in. ShrimpHoursPresents at gmail dot com. All right, the first email this week, uh we've got what, eight of them. First one this week comes okay. in from Luke. He says, Hi Shrimps. I hope you are receiving this message in the future. Where the 49ers won the Super Bowl and my decade of sadness is over.
0: I got uh, boy, how Do I have news for you? I have bad news for you.
1: Uh, if not, there will be a rider truck in front of Taylor Swift's house. Based. Bad news, Taylor. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, all right. Uh, Doggo writes in. Uh, <laughs> the subject no, line don't is Don't even
3: read it. Don't even uh, read no. it. Don't, don't even read, no. read it. <laughs> no. Don't read it. <laughs> Have you heard about this email? What, like no, what? I just know it's about me already. I just know.
1: <laughs> so the subject line reads, As a Lego connoisseur, Rusty can go fuck himself. Byron is based. <laughs> uh, Doggo says, Since the Crazy Ass Moments segment is back, I'm still waiting on royalties. for my- It was my idea, by the way. I have lawyers. Uh, might mm-hmm. I suggest another maritime-related incident, which is a story of Donner- Donald Crowhurst. Uh, Bro literally goes for broke and does a round-the-world race on a severely underprepared boat, and he must finish first or else he's financially ruined for the rest of his life. The rest of the story is just batshit insane. I don't know how a feature-length blockbuster or Netflix doc wasn't made about this man's life. Praying that Slap will look into this or else I will be in his walls tonight. (laughs) Uh, I'll add that to the the list of crazy-ass requests. Alright.
3: I think we talked it on previous shows, but like those YouTube videos of guys that go out on like their teeny little sailboats out by themselves in the middle of the ocean, like like that anxiety, just watching that video. I oh my god. Oh my
1: god. I love uh Sam Holmes sailing. Got some great videos where he just goes like literally by himself across the Atlantic. Just in a in a That's tiny little uh, boat. <laughs>
0: that is terrifying. Like Dude, a bird uh,
1: comes uh, and lands on his boat for a bit, and this is like the most social contact he gets
0: <laughs> like, for the whole like few bird. weeks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've seen some of those videos, like dudes going around to Cape Horn, like in South America. That's what that's called, right?
1: Yeah, it's the bottom so, of the where you have to go yeah. around Yeah, and
2: it's like to it, not Panama Canal it. Yeah, the, the, it's the fucking weather down there is crazy. Like all these swells and everything is cold as shit because you're so close to Antarctica. like that's where most dudes end up not coming back. God, yeah, that's terrifying.
1: Th- just like, like if thinking you go of, they're you're,
2: you're like gone for weeks before anybody notices something went wrong.
1: Thinking of the dudes like way back in the day who were just sailing where no one has sailed before is just like insane. That's like, just crazy. They would just go out for months on these boats just with no idea what's on the other side.
3: <laughs> and you get what about sick if so you did even if before... Make it, before, you die. Yeah, how <laughs> the dudes
2: before like star navigation was a thing like, how the fuck did people end up on Hawaii? Yeah,
1: that's fucked.
0: Get shot by a poison arrow, so your leg <laughs> slowly rots off.
1: <laughs> uh, Doggo says, question of the week is: What are some favorite and iconic sports upsets that you guys have? Personally, mine has to be the eight seed Miami Heat <laughs> dismantling the the one seed Milwaukee Bucks in just five games in last hey. year's NBA playoffs. Uh Jimmy Butler's fifty-point game along with Kevin Harlan's call still lives rent-free in my mind, even if Miami went on to shit all over my Knicks in the second round. P.S. writing this before the battle of Hitler versus Stalin at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's gonna be doo-doo meat. If Roger Goodall had balls, he would have rigged it for the lines, to be honest. Uh if the lines were there, it'd be way more exciting, but it ended up being okay. Yeah. Um, but favorite sports upsets. I would just like to throw in the Tampa Bay Lightning getting swept in the first round of the playoffs after like kicking ass in the regular season. It was great because fuck Tampa Bay sports teams.
2: Fuck Tampa Bay. Los heard that.
1: <laughs>
0: God damn it.
1: I uh, yeah he 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 himself is the only single redeeming thing, and his family the only single redeeming things in that state. <laughs> Anyone else got any uh, legendary upsets on your mind?
2: Appalachian State versus Michigan. That's a pretty good one. Dude, I remember when that happened, dude. It was like biblical. That was a that was a Division two team at the time going up against like the preseason number five team, winningest team in all of college football history, and they fucking blocked two field goals and walk away with a dub. I remember, uh, like the day after, somebody posted a YouTube video of like the kids, like at Appalachian State back home in Boone, North Carolina, had broken into their stadium, took down the fucking goalpost, and marched them out of the stadium and like threw it on the dean's yeah. lawn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh, I've been watching the uh, the Netflix. I talk about this every week, but I I've, I've watched the Netflix uh, World Cup thing, and going in on Morocco's, like, insane run last year is also pretty sick. How it's, like, four years of soccer boils down to, like, one game, and it's, like, all-time, like, Portugal versus just a Moroccan team of, like, kind of misfits just slapped together, and they end up taking down some giants, and people of Morocco go nuts. I don't know if it counts,
2: but the... uh... 2014, uh, Germany versus Brazil beat down. (laughs) (laughs) Not,
1: it's, I I guess it's not an upset in the result, but upset in just the, like, seven to one, like.
2: Yeah, nobody was expecting
1: that. that. In their, like, at home, too. God, it's all time.
2: Wasn't that, like, a semifinal or quarterfinal or something? Like, that wasn't in pools. That was just, like, they had gone to, like, the actual tournament, and then they... Yeah, They're, they're in, in their their like you lose stadium,
1: yeah, and they just yeah. get
2: absolutely murked. It didn't take long either, yeah. dude. It was like 20 minutes into the game. It was Jover.
1: It was 6-0, like so early. It was just like, God. <laughs> I can only dream of like as a visiting team to just beat someone down that hard at home when they're so hopeful.
0: It's great. I love soccer. Like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I'll throw a
3: quick one in. <laughs> The uh, 1990 Daytona 500. Old Dale Earnhardt had it. Had it a fucking big, man. And <laughs> luck would have it. Old Derek Cope stole it. And the reason I mention is, my dad texts me every single year around this time of the year talking about Derek Cope. And I got a feeling there's probably 100 million other dads out there still crying about it the same way my dad is. So. I uh, shot Derek Cope.
2: I I I blame Ken Squire for that with like the like as they came to the the uh white flag he said does anybody have anything to cope with the man in black and I was just like he jinxed it he fucking jinxed it.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Derek Cope, did you see Starcom Racing is racing again? Huh? They bought a TCR car and they're racing in uh like the second tier IMSA thing with a Hyundai. We're so back with Starcom racing. It's actually kind of sick. Starcom fiber all over it and everything. We're back. Uh, okay, the next email comes in from Jace. It says, Dear Shrimps, I read in with a question primarily for Slap or Cody if his diddled ass showed up. Uh, <laughs> but, uh but anyone can contribute. Inspired by, by Slap's short track tour, I decided that I'd like to do my own tour of local short tracks in my area and would like to know what tracks y'all would recommend in Southern North Carolina or Northern South Carolina, and which tracks I should avoid. My main criteria is a good product on the track and race dates, as I'd like to be able to get there and come back without much stress, because I have to work t- uh, tomorrow. Um, I already have most of the tracks Slap made videos about on my list, like Hickory and Florence. Would like to know if there are are tracks you would advise on adding to my list that weren't mentioned from Jace?
0: Yeah, it's a slap question. I've been to, like, no tracks in that area. It's a little yeah, Cody's more Midwest. Travels.
1: But, yeah, slap tracks to hit and tracks to, like, avoid.
2: Uh, I heard the one in Gastonia is good. Uh, there's Carolina Speedway. Is, it's also North Carolina. That's good. Cherokee's awesome. Lancaster it's sort of like the middle part of South Carolina. It's it's closer to like the North Carolina border. But uh, I heard the racing there is like kind of bad, but it's just uh, it's like the last half mile dirt track in South Carolina. So they fucking rip down there. So it's more about the, the spectacle of speed than like close side by side racing because it's just a one groove track. Mm-hmm. It is like really cool to see. But, you know, it, it it's still going. People still love it. And, you know, big crowds and all that. Uh, I don't know about ones to avoid or anything. And I didn't I didn't have any issues.
1: Based. All right, go to all of them. Uh, and let us know how it goes. All right. Uh, next email comes in from Keegan. Hey Shrimp, it's been a while. I finally caught up from episode forty-one.
0: Oh, holy shit. Uh,
1: I come to clown on some shenanigans since I've been gone. Uh, first I got into a relationship, unfortunate. Uh, second, uh. Oh, on homecoming weekend two idiots uh, apparently lit fireworks in their house uh, third <laughs> my girlfriend totals my car <laughs>
4: oh, no. Oh, no. oh no which is a 2014 long.
1: Nissan <laughs> Altima which is what happens ah. when you buy a Nissan Altima uh, that's a great combination of things where it goes from I get into a relationship to she wrecked my car <laughs> I just have one question uh, is the Soundhead Entertainment Channel dead? Yes, because Ed died of yeah, a heart he attack. Yeah,
2: Ed's days. dead. Ed is canon.
1: Yeah. Alright, Uh, next email comes in from Jack. Uh, who says, Hello, Shrimps. I stopped being a lazy piece of shit and wrote an email. Uh, amazing to see the return of Slap's crazy-ass moments in history. Let's see how he gets cancelled this time. Uh, <laughs> Marcus Lafraud is giving away another rv and it's a shame to see nascar twitter is dumb and stupid and doesn't remember him screwing over designers i didn't actually see anything about that which is probably a good thing uh anyway i'm back to my monster jam phase what is your favorite monster trucks also in the next liars thieves and lawyers i better see marcus (laughs) Lomonas. i have i have info on that slap uh but yeah what's your favorite he's in the outline what's your favorite monster truck
0: Monster mutt, whatever the thing's called,
1: yeah, a big old dog. Uh, Rusty, I know you love the shark, but what's your like oh, number one?
3: Well, the shark is uh for the boy, but my personal number one of all time is not very exciting to most people, but it's fine, doesn't have to. There's nothing more badass than a good driver in the grave digger just full fucking yeah. like dude when the lights are on he hits the jump ripping so that truck in person is perfect big fan
1: mm. I uh i don't know if i have a modern favorite i liked blue thunder back in the day when it was like a ford thing now it's kind of ass yeah, i like it uh, back
2: in the day it was like my thing when i was a little oh, kid yeah.
1: which is unfortunate yeah. that they have to go to some janky show to see that truck
0: that giant-ass jump over the Boeing that they did that one time. Yeah, dude. (laughs)
3: American Flags out the back, dude. Oh, so good.
0: Mm.
1: I'm starting to uh, learn more about Monster Trucks, like, mainly through just Beam and, like, Ed making me design stuff for him. But he also, like, (laughs) sort of teaches me about each one. Uh, I don't know if I have a current favorite, though. I'll have to figure it out. I'll, I'll... I'll get one. All right. Uh, I got two more emails. Uh, Rusty writes in, hello, shrimps. Not you, the other Rusty. (laughs) Hello, shrimps. It's Rusty again. Uh, At the time I'm typing this, it's the last few minutes of Sunday, a.k.a. my birthday. Happy Happy belated.
3: Happy birthday.
1: Uh, My question for you guys this week is, what is a major sporting event or race that has happened on your birthday? Uh, Mine is literally tonight. I had the Super Bowl uh, for the first time. Um, other sporting events that have happened on my birthday are the Bush Class or the Daytona Duels. P.S. Wash your damn hands. Slap. It's my
4: birthday is really, uh, in
1: December. There's
0: <laughs> not, not a wrong. lot that goes on. When in December?
1: Seven. Pearl Harbor happened. but <laughs> That was a few Prairie years before Dirt. I was born.
0: That's Prairie Dirt Classic time. Or uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals time.
1: Oh yeah, I guess I could check the schedule that I made for you and... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know it's not really a major event outside of the dirt racing community, but the Prairie Dirt Classic, that crown jewel fifty thousand win event at Fairbury Speedway, this happened on my birthday a couple times in the last few years.
2: Hmm. Did you? Mine was that? mine was always the All Star Race. Hmm. I actually went to the All Star
0: Race when I was a little kid. When it fell on my birthday twice. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Was that one, of you, one where? Earnhardt squeezed DW into the wall. No,
2: I think it was uh, when Michael Waltrip won, and then Terry Labonte won in '99. I think that was. I think those are two of them.
3: You're I was wondering. hoping you'd say the one where Tony took out Mark Martin for no reason on the backstretch. Just... No. <laughs> I
2: wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't there like that. It. I wasn't there that year. I was like uh, with, <laughs> on vacation with the uh, the other side of the family at like down at the beach, but I was like just glued to the TV and then that happened and I just immediately <laughs> turned it off <laughs> my mom's like don't you want to see who won it's like no nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't Mark Martin yeah having a December birthday is always tough for that cause it's just like even for like having a party like here it sucks it's just cold <laughs> it's usually snowing by then anyway uh, some people are more lucky than others. I did check Cody, and you didn't do anything on my birthday last year. As in, you weren't at a track. Not. I'm not coming at you for not getting me <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last email comes in from Ryan. It's he hey trips. Uh, this is a very late email, uh, but my trip to Daytona for the Rolex 24 was a blast. I'm definitely gonna start watching more IMSA and WEC races this year. Uh, I have to say the highlight of the trip. Was winning a hot lap around the track in a Supra through the Skip Barber Racing School. Mm -hmm. I forget the driver's name, but his first race at Daytona wasn't on the speedway. It was on the beach. Huh? So that was super cool chatting to him about racing back then. It must be some really old dude. Uh, I bought a 118 scale Cadillac GTP 31 car. I got it signed by the drivers and got Jensen Button to sign my Williams shirt. An interesting combo. Uh, for those who haven't considered going or watching Endurance Racing, I 100% recommend giving it a shot. Uh, since Slap is bringing back crazy-ass moments in history, I have a recommendation. Jeez. All right, Slap, you got, you got content for days. Okay. Uh, the U.S. Navy's you. Operation Praying Mantis. Do you know anything about that?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one-day war.
1: Sure. Uh, thanks for the suggestion. We'll add it to the list. Ryan says, keep up the great work. Uh, uh, and that's it those are your emails for this week hmm. just like that another shrimp hours has come and gone 84. unfortunately it'll be our last dude it's we've done 83 one. of these that's gross <laughs> god like we're, we were considering it the other day when some kids said he was gonna watch like all of them back to back but Eighty-three of these at like an hour fifteen average each. Okay, even if
2: you were doing it at years. double speed. That's just
1: an obnoxious <laughs> amount of content that we've just dumped onto YouTube and We've just podcast, vomited out there. Yeah, like Yeah, just apologies to the internet. Alright. See you never. Or we I'm gonna call bye. it. Oh well, oh you're right. We do need a t- Oh damn, I don't I didn't think of a single title this whole show.
2: Can we just call it Emu? Exclamation point.
1: Sure. Emu.
2: <laughs> Why not?
1: <laughs> Wait. Let me. I want to pull up the video again.
2: Tons of sheep.
1: There, you'll just get the audio for it on the on the show. All right. Bye. All right. Today in <laughs> Slaps, Animal Planet,
4: Emu.